0: Welcome to the Smith & Roland Show. Let's join our hosts, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland.
1: Welcome everybody to the Smith & Roland Show. As usual, we have Mr. Roland, Pastor Roland rolling in late. And as you can see, he... he Hold doesn't...
0: on everyone, my headset is connected to my chair. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's because you, that's what you're used to listening to. That's right. Well,
2: good morning. I'm sorry. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How about Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Fla-la-la. We've
1: got Merry Christmas. We have uh, Daddy Pete, otherwise known are. as Santa Claus, or That's Alan me. Smith, or we've Google, got, Smith. Uh, Google, Google Smith, Google Smith. Yep. And we've got uh, we got the Grinch. Oh, Roland over yeah, here, otherwise right. known as Jason Barr, and we,
2: I'm are just your friendly little elf over here. No, you're 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 the Grinch, <laughs> Roland. I'm the Grinch. Yeah, I have a Jason. Grinch. I Jason, Jason Grinch. is Jason Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge, Scrooge, Scrooge Grinch. Okay. Yeah. Well, Hashtag well, you know. Little Daddy Pete over here. I'm the little angel <clears> that's on top of the Christmas tree. Let me just let me just put, put in things there. in perspective.
0: I still have not
2: watched the movie Grinch.
0: hate that wasn't that in the movie y'all saw? <laughs> No, no. What movie did y'all see Oh, wonderful, wonderful Life. Life. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that neither. <laughs> how do you either. Do I you don't get, know. Grinch, Wonderful, wonderful Life. Life. Same, same. <laughs> yeah.
2: Same, same. Where are you guys right? Well, <laughs> well, we're we're all we're all birthed up here yeah christmas stuff
0: yep we're christmas stuff actually we are i don't know are we supposed to say this when we're doing this we're doing this mm-hmm. the day before yes we are christmas eve we are. christmas eve yeah i couldn't because get you jason guys together. couldn't be here for christmas eve he's in such great demand that he has to go <laughs> to the fall a lot i mean what well, you going to do christmas caroling and stuff is that Well,
2: they've asked me to, me and Trevor. Oh, please, please, I beg you, please don't do it, don't. Uh, Well, well, me and Trevor's going to go out, and we're going to follow law. We're going to do Christmas carols from tree to tree. Alan, see if we can scare a squirrel up. Listen, the world is dark enough. (laughs) We do not need caroling from UNTC. Listen, I I forget (laughs) that two million, three million hits we had when I sang. Uh, yeah, uh, I know people was beating y'all uh, to death. Why <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> could just, we not uh, take a hint by that? And uh, <laughs> I just thought it was. Then I had all these producers calling me. All these producers. Karen doesn't uh, call. It Karen. Nashville. Karen has Hollywood. never called
0: him a single time that I know uh, of.
2: All these producers, <laughs> yeah. it does get
0: frustrating. Producers, yeah. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, this is what the kind of thing I have put up with on a regular basis, and I've. Just about had my feel of
2: it. Well, I think everybody feels mm-hmm. sorry for you enough, mister Rowland. Well you got pulled up. It's Quote an article it. It's called it's on the stream. He came for a mall. Yeah, yeah. He must be a southerner. Yeah, he, must, he, he must came be. for m all uh, he's from alexander county he must be that's al who what's his name al parada
0: ruda al parada could
2: have just stuck with al yeah, yeah al- that's al <laughs>
0: i love the first line the story of jesus birth is not brimming with the elite now right well, there.
2: now i don't think it ever has well i'm not sure what that statement means what's brimming um, overflowing, or almost overflowing Almost yeah. overflowing Yeah,
1: like, you know, just on the brim
2: Well, I mean, Roland's elite, and he kind of likes Christmas He doesn't yeah. have a Christmas tree Well,
0: but, you know, one look at me, and everybody knows that I'm part of the elite Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You killed me I don't know I, I think one, we chose the wrong day Today is look. the day that I normally get ready for Tomorrow Tomorrow. So we're going to we switch we're it we're up get
2: the saturday rolling this is not, not a a the Sunday version
0: rolling. this is not a good this you know that a, thing on be the best version of yeah, yourself this is not it
2: never happens to me on saturday yeah because you're getting so we usually do it on sabbath sunday evening i take the sabbath we off. usually do it on sunday evening yeah. so that we get the best of rolling it's right after he preached yeah. he prayed up a little better <laughs> he sort of we get the best version uh, you know, and I know I, some of you are disappointed, but that's as good as it gets on a Sunday evening. Can I
0: just say, with friends like you and Jason, <laughs> I
2: definitely <laughs> don't need another one. <laughs> well, that's, well, I mean, with friends like me way. and Jay, who would need another one? Uh, that's for sure. Why say, I, Jay? I, yeah, I agree. I, I agree me up with Jay. I don't yep. need to hear an amen. I, 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 know, I don't know
1: why you'd be looking. That's right. Now. now
2: yeah. Look at that. Now, that was a very good point. I we could die that I totally point.
0: agree. With friends like y'all, I don't look for another one. I don't want one. Listen, ladies and I don't need another.
1: One. One. I just want to. I just want the audience to know. Yes, Jeff Rowland is my friend. That's, That's not, right.
0: No. See, <laughs> so you can't sneak <laughs> in. Oh, he did on the Smith I mean, and Roland show. When on the Unplugged podcast, I've already done that. See, I announced, I made that announcement. What day was it? Thursday, Wednesday. I'm Tuesday. not backing up
2: your lies now. So, I'm, I'm not. Oh, I have documented not, it's proof. <laughs> it's on record. I'm not going to back up your. <laughs> all you
0: have to do is go back, ladies and gentlemen, to the unplugs. Listen, listen, you listen to them all.
2: You'll hear you me say, Jason be is my friend." With what you say online these days, because nobody's nobody going to go listen to <laughs> another that. Jeff, podcast. I'm not on there. I'm not on there. Nobody's going to go listen to it. Let me tell you.
1: Don't get me started on what you just said. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is oh, this Saturday. Show, oh, yeah. We'll come on for is, rails. This is Saturday, isn't it? I ain't kidding. The second sentence of this wonderful article. Hmm? oh one. we're back on the article yeah boy.
1: <laughs> yeah quickly
2: <laughs> quickly jason yeah he, Here, there we go he's scared we go. he's over
0: sweating bullets read, read
1: the second line
2: there jay the second line the second line one
1: mm-hmm. bloody thirsty tyrant king and royal advisors from a foreign land are about it that's all that's, yeah. that was there, there. Go. Yeah. the story is populated with regular folk the carpenter and his young betrothed the girl's cousin and husband Yep. The Christ child's cousin in his mother's womb, Very shepherds yep. in the field, a faithful widow, an old man of God who's... Hey, that's me. I knew you were going to say <laughs> <Yeah>. that. You, <laughs> there. Did not. you were about to not that. It was during that. your teenage years. Those who housed the expected couple, those travelers also in Bethlehem for the census. Jesus came for them all. I like that. Yeah.
2: Pretty good. Jesus came for them all. You can get saved and born right. again. But you better not stump your toe after that. I'll <laughs> see, that see? Right okay, now. all right. I'll lay it right, right now. Are, you, better you're, not, you're, you better not. You're better uh, not dancing on because the he came. It says right there. It came from all. If you really and truly take notice, Jeff and Jason, there's Jesus and being born, birth carried by Mary, and we got Joseph on the scene when Mary became impregnated by the Holy Ghost you got to remember then her belly went to getting big well she was betrothed about joseph she wasn't married yet yeah so you know everybody in town she had to be living under a level of shame or something because i know um, how she feels yeah (laughs) you know how she feels
1: (laughs) every time i'm out in public with jeff
2: Oh, is well, that what that is? Which is neighbor. I I never. Mean, well, I actually thought he was talking about his big belly, but, I, but yeah, anyway. I just, yeah. I, mean, I just don't go out in public with you guys. I try. That's right. Really, we're in a I dark mean, room. But there's Mary, and mm-hmm. there she has. She was with child. It appears Joseph when they had married her before, you know, they went to get to the census, you know, to Bethlehem. So anyway, I'm just saying Joseph and Mary were actually in a kind of a predicament with her being betrothed to Joseph, but not yet married, but found herself pregnant. So you know everybody thought, well, jo- Joseph. So my point is there was a bit of shame around that event.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and But yet God took a chance on that shame. It's something about he was birthed. To me, it was like he was birthed in that moment of shame. Not that she was in shame, but people around her would looked upon her is in shame. Because we know what the scriptures say, but they weren't there then. Those scriptures weren't there to say that uh, an angel... Well, matter of fact, they were in such a predicament that even an angel had to come to Joseph in a dream. So he would sign up, and I'm not saying he didn't sign up, but anyway, for him to know it was of God. Everything surrounding the birth of Christ
0: was um, accentuated by... He was born in the wrong place. That's right. He was born to the wrong people. Uh, That's for sure. He was born under the wrong circumstances. Mm -hmm. And then once he was born, they tried to kill him. But yet God Uh, chose all of that. God chose.
2: He knew every bit of that.
0: Does it speak to a larger thing of how we
2: respond to God moving on the earth? Well, I think Mm -hmm. it's comparable to the time that we're born again. In other words, Jesus' birth to me is a reflection of our spiritual birth in that when we received Christ and started carrying Christ, it is out of our shame, mm-hmm. right? I'm yep. not saying that Mary had sin because she didn't. I'm just saying it was a shameful event to those that were in the little Nazareth there. Mm-hmm. Had to be because Mary and Joseph, all indications are they grew up together in that same little town. Yeah. And no doubt the marriages of that day uh, – Guys, were in other words, your father and mother's came together, and it was an arranged type marriage. Yeah, and you know that they played together as kids, grew up together, and uh, in that situation, everybody in town used what I'm saying, little yeah. Nazareth there. And so, but our born again experience is, a, I think, it has a lot of things that we need to look at there because that situation, as you pointed out, is not the way as humans. We would have wrote that event. No, you can't. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't uh, have done that. So there's yeah. a lot of meaning there, I think. Well, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Well, that's that what was they the question. That was the question. So, I
0: mean, everything surrounding the birth of Christ and even the life of Christ mm-hmm. was characterized <clears> by some type of either shame or violence or mm-hmm. something to that degree. And it does make me wonder if, in fact— I mean, you mentioned the parallel between the birth of Christ, our new new birth Mm -hmm. experience. When we are born again, there is spiritually a target put on your back to some degree. And you're under an attack. There's no doubt. When he came to the earth, you know, the religious crowd Mm -hmm. for sure was after him. Oh, yeah. The political crowd was for sure after him. Mm -hmm. The world system was after him. He had very few followers. That, that were truly following him to be the prince of glory. He yes. preached to multitudes. Yeah. He pastored twelve.
2: That's right. And they
0: yeah. they forsook and fled him. It does call into light how people respond to a move of God. If you're going to have some kind of
2: move of God, God's, it's going to come you know, under under. God is not orthodox. No, I mean, come on. He does not. <laughs> he does not write his script based does, off of what he does. The, uh, uh, he does. You know, not, we're used to. It's like God uses the very things that a religious spirit would not use. Yeah in which for him to to speak. You know, as Christ, the birth of Christ. I think there's a, of course, we celebrate, you know, at Easter, we celebrate the time of, of the death and burial resurrection of Christ. And it's like at the birth of Christ and the resurrection of Christ are these two great events, you know, that we celebrate, if you will, mm-hmm. in Christianity. But the birth of Christ, I think, is a well that's not been explored too much. Yeah. I think there's a lot more into this time and this Christmas season because the well, it's, it's there at our at the resurrection also, but to me it's obvious that we can experience the presence of the Holy Spirit at Christmas time. We worship the newborn King at uh, that time of his birth. You can feel the presence of Christ, the presence yeah. of God, the Holy Spirit of God. I just think there's a lot more to be discovered about the birth of Christ.
0: And to acknowledge the power of God in the birth of Christ, mm-hmm. to acknowledge how God displays his power, mm-hmm. often in packages
2: that we don't understand or that we can't hardly conceive of. Well, it's usually in packages. I mean, there's Jesus. As you said, there was born in Bethlehem in a stable. Right. Okay. Uh, God, God chooses to take the message of grace to the world. He looks down in Jerusalem. He picks the chief of sinners, the worst of the lot in Jerusalem. His name was Saul. Struck him down the road to Damascus. So, you know, God tends to use these. So, I mean, the religious system would not go with what God chooses. Never. 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 It's he's he's going to no. fight a war. You got a thousand. He, he said, nah, I'll send a bunch of them home.
0: Well, even in the minds he, people, he,
2: He's always going to make the odds yeah. to where the,
0: in the natural mind it won't work. It won't work. It's not logical. And it certainly isn't in agreement with uh, how nice we like to put things.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, know, you
0: can watch something on, in, on the – I've noticed this. God tends to not be uh, spiritual all the time. If, I if, don't. If you watch something like on television that's a, a, a scene in the summer down south. Right. And it's all these beautiful trees and and all these things going on. But what they leave out is the mosquitoes, the bugs. That's right. You know, all of the things you can't see, you don't experience that in the film. Sometimes it's the same way in reading the Word of God. Jesus was born in a cow stable.
2: That's right.
0: You've got the smell, the odor, the stench, the filth, the dirt, all of the things that's associated with that that we overlook this is where the prince of glory was born yeah and we've talked about how that god does things in unusual packages yeah, yeah before a song that i wrote a long time ago about worshiping god and the power of worship and how it answers questions that we can't answer yeah was inspired by a guy who the lord used and i witnessed it with my own eyes him laying hands on the sick and they were healed mm-hmm. i witnessed it mm-hmm. it's not like i'm I heard stories about mm-hmm. this guy, I knew him, I saw him do it, mm-hmm. but yet he his body was so crippled he had to walk with little walkers and his hands I were snarled tried. up. And you think of, why would God choose such a package and to was- pray for healing? And that's, um, but that's what he did. That's normally if you read the Word, yeah. that's how God works.
2: That looks like g- the God of the Bible that I read all the time. And in the Chosen, which I haven't watched that much of it, but I had, did see first one of the, the first two or three. But where and I forget which disciple it was that asked Jesus why he didn't heal him. Was that?
0: Oh, uh, was that Bartholomew? I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, was, it I'm not sure who it yeah. was. But do you remember the? scene? Yeah, I do. Yeah.
2: He said that no. He said no. I, you'll bring me glory. That's right. And yet he would pray for. I think he was praying for the sick and so. And you know,
0: speaking of that show, a comment was made to me about, they they were saying, the disciples, I I, I just pictured them much older than they were. (laughs) Right. right? (laughs) Because you you read the word and you you get this idea (laughs) in your mind, but the reality was, in a lot of ways, so much different. And so it was with the birth of Christ. Well, that'd be about Jason's age, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how could God get anything done with Jason's age? I'm, think about it. Would you, well, how old was Jesus Miracles. when he died? Thirty-three. Well, yeah. Alan was there. He said at Bethlehem, so that'd make him like two
2: thousand. So I mean, <laughs> you know, you got to reach a certain age. Well, I try, just in spirit. You know, you got to learn how yep. to move around. But let's talk about this. Herod tried to kill,
0: yeah, all the babies, mm-hmm. two years old and under. Mm-hmm. What does it say to us about the threat of destruction from Satan against those? who are born again if those power if we're making those parallels of the birth of christ and our new birth experience what does it speak to us does that well, say
2: anything applicable to us today? yeah well to start with i can't imagine Herod being intimidated by a baby in a manger born in a cow barn may we born, yeah he was in and of course then he met the wise men before they went there which is surely days after but he met him and is kind of sending them on a Secret mission, so to speak. Yeah. He commissioned the wise men to go and said, now come back, tell me where he's at so I can go worship him. He yeah, said, right. That was a lie out of the pit. But mm-hmm. and, and, of course, then they I think they had a dream or something, and the Lord told them not to go back mm-hmm. to Herod or something. Yeah. But just think about being intimidated by a baby in a manger. Yeah. So Herod was intimidated because there had been such a message of that the king of the Jews, the leader, was being born. Now, the only thing I can tell you is this: <clears throat> Herod wasn't converted, to my knowledge, but he had enough sense that the birth of Christ still scared the bejeebies out of him. Yeah. Then he had all these babies killed, trying to kill the Messiah. But can you imagine, at least Herod had enough respect for Christ that he feared him? hmm Today, Jeff, people do not even fear.
0: No, they have no reverence of God
2: no fear of God, of Jesus, have no fear whatsoever. Something that strikes me a little bit about is the humility
0: that you see surrounding the birth of Christ Mm -hmm. that we've talked about, where he was born, those that were there, different things. The humility of that, I believe in some ways, plays into the intimidation factor of those that wants to destroy things from God, mm-hmm. the more humble the trappings and the surroundings, the more of a target you right. almost are. At least that, that was the, the case with Christ and his birth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if there is a parallel there that we could draw. Mm-hmm. Jesus even preached the humble, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lessons on humility all through the, the New Testament are told by Paul Paul. Pete, about every writer mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. Of, of the New Testament, Jesus spoke of it in the Gospels. This thing of humility can often be viewed in a natural
2: perspective as weakness mm-hmm. when in fact it's great spiritual strength. Well, what did you think about, and i say this to you and to Jason, you know, we, we have had times that Christians would not go to war because of that very fact of yeah. saying they're not going to take up arms or, or whatever. Because we're supposed to be meek, humble—that's what a Christian is. Do you think there's a place for Christians that are not in this lifestyle of humility, sackcloth, and ashes? Could you have a Christian Navy SEAL? Yes, I think you can. Let me ask. Let me put As it matter of fact, way. I think
0: they would make the best Navy SEAL. No, I really do. I mean, I'm saying that I was in the military with some people that were against. It just struck me as odd that they were in the military. Why? You, why? Why join the military <laughs> if that's your stand? The argument to me was presented to me was they just they don't they're not going to murder and they judge that based off of thou shalt not kill, which thou shalt not kill literally means thou shalt not murder. Mm-hmm. In wartime, it is not murder to take the life of an enemy. If you go back to even the founding of the country's Revolutionary War, some of the greatest prayers. Mm-hmm that you'll hear was prayers prayed from General Washington, Mm -hmm. asking God to lead him Mm -hmm. and guide him into victory, which meant the death of a whole lot of people. Over and over again, we find that true. David was a man of war, yet he Mm -hmm. was a man after God's own heart. So I do believe that the aspect of humility before God can make you a very strong willed, strong-charactered individual that God can use during time of even violence. The Scripture talks about how that those that are violent take the kingdom violently or mm-hmm. by force. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a concept
2: that it's leaving the church for the well, most part. The reason I ask a little bit is in leaders in our country or our countries, a lot of times a very good leader is someone who is – pretty out there and in your face but you know god's leading them of course that's a lot of people's opposition against donald trump they think say well he's not godly enough and he's not this that, and the other but yet uh, what you and i s- stick to and is to look at his policies what is he pushing what is he carrying but i'd like to also even let's think about just like world war Two, jeff you got winston churchill there's no doubt that they were right at the crossroads yep i mean just at the brink of destruction yep and we know that England plays a, a huge, or is the game, of spreading Christianity to around the world. No, of, it affects a lot of the great preachers that affected America was oh, uh, from England, positively, and. Uh, but there God pulled in Winston Churchill and I say God pulled him in there's just you can't there's no other way the United States he asked the United States for help and I guess it was uh, as before, we yeah, before, before we were yeah before we were pulled, pulled in. into it and when uh, I think our <coughs> our government Congress refused we weren't going yeah. to get involved yeah and that's to our shame I think yeah oh absolutely <clears throat> and uh, but it just so happens God raised up a man. Yep. Which was Winston Churchill, and he was bad to drink. Yeah, his character—you yeah. wouldn't have thought his yeah. outward character would have fit when God picked him. Right, but look at his heart.
0: That—that's the difference. Humility is a matter of the heart. We can look at actions and say, "Well, those—he's not very humble." You don't know the humility of someone's heart before mm-hmm. God. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. the the acts, the outward actions that we would attribute to humility, mm-hmm. is not real humility. It's false pride. Mm-hmm. Winston Churchill, what struck me about Winston Churchill was the leaders
2: of England hated him. Mm-hmm. For the most part, they really did. He was The people loved him. And it's kind of the same situation when I hate to keep referring to Trump, but it's kind of the same situation.
0: It is the same situation. of uh, The elite and the leaders hate, hate him. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. They hate the him. People Churchill. The people don't hate him. Those that have been led to hate him hate him, yeah. but those who think for themselves can distinguish between the messaging of the elite
2: mm-hmm. and what is really real. Well, call him what you may, he's not part of the elite in the governmental structure, no. which some call it a cabal. And, and neither was it. Winston Churchill. And Winston Churchill definitely was And I,
0: you know, uh, we watched a thing called The Darkest Hour. Yes. Uh-huh. And there was a there was a scene in that in that film where the king came to Winston Churchill, and Winston Churchill told him he said the war cabinet's not going to follow me. Yeah, he was wanting to make a stand against Hitler. The war cabinet was advising him to, not to uh, negotiate to negotiate for peace. And he had a famous it, the quote word. there. Do you
2: remember it? I can't remember well, the quote. I but either.
0: nonetheless, the king come in, and the king told him he said, "You have my support."
2: And he didn't think he. He had didn't it. think
0: he had the king's support. Yeah, and that's what turned the tide. And then the king said something to him about the people. Well, then Winston Churchill goes out and talks to the he people. He
2: did what the what the king said. Yeah,
0: he went and got uh, got, got, in got the subway. Yeah, he got in the subway and talked to the people. And he said, "I want to hear from you. What do you think? What What do you think?" And he was so inspired by, by the what common he man, thought. common by, man, yeah, by the people that he went back. And he said, we're not surrendering. We're not negotiating That's for peace. Right. We're going to fight till the last man is dead.
2: That's right.
0: That's what turned the war. Uh-huh. Now,
2: something odd as well. But that kind, kind of courage, though, Jeff, it always seemed like it was a divine courage. I think it because, because within it was himself, divine. he didn't really. It's like God sent him at just at the right time. Yeah. The little bit of encouragement that he needed to have courage to carry out the right thing, and I can honestly say that in my life, I've seen you operate in it, and Jason, that it's when you don't really look at yourself at having much courage. But if you're following God, it's like when you really need another bump. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Of yeah. courage is like God will pour it in your veins or something. Consider
0: this: I, you know, I, I'm going to say this, and and uh, a lot of people will probably disagree or whatever. I'm going to even go this far to say that in literal form. Adolf Hitler at least was of the spirit of the Antichrist. Yes. If not prepared right. for that time to that's be right. the Antichrist, Yeah, he, he, didn't he was like at much, least operating just, in the right. spirit of the Antichrist. Listen,
2: he didn't fight another country. He went to war with the world.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And he wanted to dominate the with world. With the world. And now watch this. For such a time as that, a man like Winston Churchill was, was raised, up. raised up. So, does that tell us anything? I think it speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a man of just brass courage,
2: courage. Got to you.
0: stand up in the face of that. That's right, and declare truth. Yeah. Even though sometimes the leadership's not going to like it, uh-uh. they're not going. They're not going to like it. But there will be a people. That will die on that hill that's defending right. truth. That's right, and I do believe that there's there's all kinds of parallels. Watch, we may not have the support of the elite, but we do have the support of our king.
2: That's exactly right. That's I'm, where that's I, where you can go with that one. I'm just saying, just like Churchill had the support right. of the king.
0: And and I've been guilty of this, and I, I confess this, and I had to repent of it. Sometimes you can hear the noise of the voice of the leadership and attribute it to all the people. Mm -hmm. That's not accurate. Mm -hmm. The voice of the people, I think, are crying out. You know, I I watched that that film today and I immediately wrote an article about it, about Uh the message of the grace of God.
2: Matter
0: of fact, I've wrote a couple of articles that I'm going to post next week, and it was based off of those ideas Mm -hmm. of what is the battle lines? Surely at the birth of Christ, there was battle lines. Oh, no doubt. And Satan, I believe this with all my heart, since Genesis 3.15, Satan started looking for that one that was going to crush his head. Mm -hmm. You know good and well that when Abraham was called out of the earth of Chaldees, Mm -hmm. Satan raised his head up and said, I wonder if this is the one God was talking about, Mm -hmm. and went after him. Moses, same way, all the way down through the Old Testament. David, this has surely got to be the guy that he was speaking of is going to crush my head.
2: Then Jesus was born. Yeah. (laughs) And look, and don't forget, you know, we're talking about Mary and, the, and it says in the book of Luke that is that she says is blessed. Uh, she's blessed among women. But also she was a common woman. Yeah, absolutely she was. She was yeah. a common woman. God doesn't use the elite of the world. No.
0: He chooses he, the foolish things he, to confound the I wise, see. which should give Jason great hope
2: he does you know i heard him he, he said <laughs> i heard him over there it does it gives us all great hope but yet she i mean joseph and mary were basically common people middle probably lower class yeah and that's who god chooses to carry the message to the world yeah and it's, and i think it's uh still that way today what i really like jeff is like with churchill i don't know i probably shouldn't like it as much as i do but he was lacking in so many what some would say moral ways, Yeah. and I'm not. I'm not trying to advocate immorality, but I'm just saying on as far as smoking cigars and yeah, drinking drink, drink brandy whatever brandy or whatever he was drinking all the time. All kinds of yeah, beer. he he. Uh, I'm not advocating that, but I am saying that I think that we have more of a problem with that evidently than God does. Well, God used far- the man. As far as as using him, God used the something man. about the man, and God it says in the scriptures that God doesn't look on the outward appearance of man; He yeah. looks upon looks the upon heart. to so something about his heart uh,
0: was that was approved. Don't you think had to have been on,
2: somewhat of the resolve of his heart to do what I think was it's right? I think he had to resolve the truth, uh, Jeff, and uh, to do. Do what was right. And, I, and I, I've got to throw this in here, but please don't let me get hung here. People and talk about they have been talking about Mike Bickle and what he's done and all this sort of stuff. And yet somebody's got to explain to me why God used him to still make the greatest prayer movement known to man the last 2,000 years probably. Yeah, and it happened five it brought, months, six that, months was five ago, six months ago. Five, six months ago. So there's something about God looked upon his heart. Yeah. But we can all say we've done all things we shouldn't, but I have to still be persuaded, Jeff, that his heart was right with God. Then there's no doubt. You know what I'm saying. I, I have no doubt. And I'm and, and it's it's I just, have no and doubt. I'm not trying to take up for anything except for the obvious. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. Yeah. So I want to. Everybody's wanting to point out what's not obvious or what's against it. I want to point out the obvious. Well, and, and the obvious. God chose to use him. God chose. To use Winston Churchill. Yeah. I believe God chose to use Donald Trump. There's no election doubt or that ago. God used there's him. No, there's no there's doubt. There's no
0: doubt. The reason the embassy is in Jerusalem today is because of Donald Trump. And you can't tell that me that. Was a, that was something that every president, dating back to 48, said, said, they, said they were they going, were going to, to do. But never did He's it. the only
2: one that did it. What a monumental statement that is. Well, to think that you're not going to come under the pit of hell trying to destroy you. Yeah, And, I mean, they're, they're trying to happen. say... That I mean, I'm not saying Donald Trump's perfect by no means. No, but he hasn't done enough wrong to produce what's come against him.
0: Well, and the thing if that you I can hear what I'm yeah, saying, and I, and I, I'm going to say this this part. When Donald Trump was running for president, he made a lot of statements that I never, I did not believe he would. Yeah. I, I just did not believe he would do. He proved me wrong. Yeah. Not yeah. only did he do what he he said. He did a lot more than what yeah. he said, and so I, you know, well, I'm saying what, that R- it takes sometimes that kind of a man, well, to lead reason, in some God, dark
2: times. Some reason God approves where we would. Well, that's right. Like RFK Jr. I mean, yeah, uh, that's right. He's not. He's he's in the same shape as Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody like him in Washington. Listen, he's got and more he enemies just, than Trump does. He's got There's more, at least a few Republicans likes Trump. <laughs> yeah, he. Robert no, F. F. Kennedy I mean, ain't got, got a friend nowhere. He ain't got a. Except me and you, man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think I kind of like a guy. I do too. And he doesn't do nothing but spout off truth. I'm not saying 100% agreement with him on everything because I'm not with Trump or anybody else. But I got to give credit where credit is. He stood up to his own party,
0: he stood up against what he believed was wrong in the other party. He stood up to his own family. He he stood up to his own family. He stood up against the elitist complex of our of our wow. government system. I mean and I mean just shut him down in all conversation. All of them. Yeah, yeah, he just challenged all of. Them. And to say that the man is not smart enough to articulate his argument, apparently you uh. haven't listened to him. So, I mean, I there is um, some unusual things that God does that we if you're looking at the with the natural eye, you're not going to see it. Mhm. You're going to judge it as something not only that's not from God. You'll say that God's not in a thousand miles of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Much like what the birth of Christ was about. Well, you right. see when Trump got voted off the ballot, so to speak, out in Colorado. Colorado. You know, the first one to come to his defense, Robert F. Kennedy. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Absolutely, he was the first one. He said up it was a travesty. Yeah. So I. There is. So there he's is standing for truth, wasn't my. Well, I can, can I tell
0: you? A parallel to that was Winston Churchill. He was not he was hated by his own party. They was trying to railroad him out. The other party didn't agree with his policies. What happened was he was inspired by the people. He was mandated by the king, yeah and he then in turn inspired the people, with
2: his message. Thus is the calling of every Christian.
0: Yes. It absolutely Thus is. the calling. With this great message of the gospel, That's of right. the grace of God that has been given to us. That's right. And uh, I'm hoping that next week when we get into our unplugs, we can take a look at these two articles I've written. Yeah. Because I do believe that they are paramount to the times we're living in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they need to be, at least I'd like to. I agree. Hear them voice. Because it's, Um. I, I got to tell you when you begin to go back in the time of Christ, around the birth of Christ, Uh when you begin to give up God's revelation for what seems to be right in your natural eyes, you'll crucify everything God does. You'll end up crucifying everything God does.
2: Thinking you're taking up for it. Thinking you're defending God. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Can I tell you the big mistake, and the only reason I can say this is because I have personally been convicted by the Holy Ghost for this. When you make that bad mistake is when you're having this mind, I'm going to defend God Mm -hmm. and I'm going to defend his word. I hear you. And I'm I'm serious. Well, well, bless God, I'm going to defend the church. I'm going to defend God and and bless God, I'm the one to defend it. And and I get all that. The only thing that I can tell you is that I got convicted of the Holy Ghost and God said to me, who are you to defend me? Point being yes god doesn't need it. right and the point was he needed me to live for him that's it and and just enjoy the benefits of his that's kingdom. right that's right
0: and walk in the benefits and the authority mm-hmm. of his kingdom i'll mm-hmm. say this when we give up pieces of our faith like that mm-hmm. you never get them back
2: this is gone.
0: Uh, i remember this i don't want us to get off track here either but there's an old movie called Sheffi. That I think we posted at one time on the Kingdom site, and I had a couple of dear friends there in heaven now that played in that film. And Bob Jones University made the the film, and it was about the life of a camp meeting circuit riding preacher back at the turn of the nineteen hundreds named Robert Sheffy. Mm-hmm. He he instituted camp meetings in our area here mm-hmm. across these mountains. Yes, and uh, at the end of his life, the camp meetings was being replaced by the religious world, yeah. the religious system. In other words, come in and, and called him an itinerant preacher that he had no business doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. At the end of his life, he said this. He said, the camp meetings probably will go by the wayside. But he said, I tell you, when we give up pieces of our faith, mm-hmm. you never get them back. Wow! And I think there's there's a lot there's of truth, truth to that, that, especially in light of, I heard R.C. Sproul do an amazing job the other day preaching on worship it was this was back some time ago and he was talking about respect for the uh, old hymns mm-hmm. and, and some of that stuff here's what he said he, he made this statement he said everybody needs to understand the church was not built for teenagers i agree with it. Mm-hmm. he said they're a part of the company mm-hmm. but it's not built just for teenagers yeah he said when you're worshiping and you gather to worship he showed up at a church To preach one time, there was thirty-five people there. And he got up and he said, He said, I want to tell you, he said, if I seem a little nervous today, he said, I when I stand the multitude of such a large audience, he said, I often get nervous. And everybody laughed and he said, No, I'm not kidding. He said, We need to understand that when we gather for worship, the host of angels Mm -hmm. are present. There is an Mm -hmm. innumerable company of saints. Mm that are present. Mm-hmm. And he used the book of Hebrews to back up mm-hmm. what he was talking mm-hmm. about. And he he then went on to describe how that worship should be focused on Christ, Christ alone, mm-hmm. and be expressive so that the entire company that is there mm-hmm. is involved in the worship of God. I don't know how I got off on that, but I, I, I want to point out that most of the time when we look at things through our natural eyes, mm-hmm. we see things in a, at the very least, In a dull, fuzzy way, through Mm -hmm. a glass darkly, so to speak. If we're going to really tap into what God's doing on the earth, we got to do it with God's eyes. Mm -hmm. We got to do it with His (laughs) eyes. We got to see the way He does. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that's much played out in the birth of Christ.
2: There's absolutely no. Evidently, the shepherds, uh, the wise men, apparently others were seeing something Mm -hmm. that the natural eye wasn't seeing
0: yeah that's right
2: you
1: know that's i find right. i've been sitting here reading about the magi the three mm-hmm. magi. that is fascinating it is i mean that is it is some that's some bizarre stuff yeah, huh. yeah, I mean, yeah it is. really is <laughs> but, what do you what have you got there but one of the things that really caught my let me find it here I highlighted it. um one of the things that really caught my eye was the gifts that they brought you know they were there's really no proof that they were kings There's no, I mean, we don't really know a ton about, I mean, there's some traditions and some, some, some of that stuff, but the three gifts that they brought was, is really odd. Um, they brought it like the spiritual meaning of the gifts was, is pretty interesting. Gold is a symbol of kingship on earth. That's right. Frankincense is an an incense is a symbol of a deity. Right. Yeah. And myrrh is an embalming oil as a symbol of death. Uh Yeah. That's it's very right. odd that they would bring mm. those three things, odd that they would come at all. They were obviously pretty interesting people. It seems one of the more prevailing traditions is that they were all three martyred for their faith, that they mm. converted to Christianity. Mm. Wow. Um, later. Wow. wow. Um, after uh, Jesus grew up. And that's um after they after they they were very impacted. Mm-hmm. By, but they were yeah, later martyred. <laughs> very odd. Just it's interesting to me though, you know, with Jews they would have brought cattle and sheep mm-hmm. as a, mm-hmm. as an offering, mm-hmm. but these people, it was it's almost and this might be far fetched. It was almost like the first Gentiles yeah. to recognize mm-hmm. Jesus as. as I God. I
2: can see, I can relate to that. Yeah, and it's kind of like big time. from one that's, king one king to another. That's king. right. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, like, um, you know I can imagine um, that if us three had been in that time, that we would have been on those three camels. I probably, mean, just say yeah, it. Mean, well, say it. not to get us off track. I don't want to get here. off
0: track neither. But I think everybody. Probably knows I'd have been called a wise man in that day. Uh, (laughs) Well,
2: I said all three of us. Oh, well. Yeah. uh, I'm not so sure about that. But okay. I'll I'll go. Just ruin it. All right. Go ahead, (laughs) (laughs) That
1: To me, they're the most interesting people out of the whole. I totally agree. And I think Uh, there's a
2: whole. A whole understanding there yeah. that's probably missed. Yeah,
1: there is. And, there and, are absolutely and they were probably rulers of some sort for sure. Yeah. Like for them to have those, type, those titles. Those titles. Yeah. Um they were definitely very wealthy people. Yeah. Well but, magi,
2: I don't know what that It kind of translates to
1: king or okay. ruler in a mm-hmm. way, but there's really no proof that they were a king. king. But right. They were probably right. a ruler of some sort. Yeah. Of some type. But it's yeah. interesting to me the kings that came to recognize Jesus was not. It was the kings of the world. It wasn't the kings of the. It wasn't. Yeah, rods. they came from the east, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they come from Asia.
0: Also, the um, the mere bringing of those particular gifts does mm-hmm. I think, and I've preached this before, yeah. proves that they had some type of authority, and it was almost as if yep. they were. I, I'm now. This may be a stretch, but it was almost as if they were uh, laying their authority down by the giving of those ah, gifts yeah. to
1: I'm, the supreme authority that was there. You know they. Come from like Babylon is really where mm-hmm. they come from, wow. mm-hmm. and um, you know that astrology. There was a lot of stuff yeah. going on in Babylon. Definitely not like what we would consider. Mm-hmm. Well, that, you know, they you know.
2: followed a star. But, you know, so, I mean that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Well, and, and they some don't even know even,
1: what that. They don't even know what that was.
0: Right. That's what my point uh, was. Some have even said that because they didn't know what yeah. the star was, that they were hedging their bets. Yeah, so to speak. Uh you know
1: being very religious they in nature what, but they knew what they were looking for right and that's the strange it's almost yeah. like they knew who Jesus was and who he was going to be yeah. and what mm-hmm. was going to happen to him before they even came yeah and that's the that's the strangest the strangest thing to me yeah. th- you know there's a lot of information out there there's i didn't realize how many people study those guys but it, there's a lot of stuff out there on the on the magi but it was that's a very prophetic thing that happened yes it there. is yeah it's very very interesting to me i don't know it's inter. i think some of these childhood stories and i really appreciate the fact that we still have those and we have people teaching them that's right but i think because of because we we're taught them as kids that they're overlooked and we just kind of breeze over them we don't no, really, I agree we're, I totally we're agree. like it's like a nursery rhyme you really yeah, don't totally really totally know agree. what you're singing i totally
0: agree with that no, but I, so much
1: of the birth yeah. of christ is yeah. just brushed over we yeah. don't realize how that's right no, important it is. To the, that and is and
0: almost reserved for the christmas yeah. season yeah. instead yeah. of being a part yeah. of our faith all year yeah. round. yeah yeah uh, there i do believe that yeah and yeah. so
2: i i just find that interesting there's that's more than interesting i think there's even more to it there's probably a lot more to that yeah there's right. a lot to that but you know it, i can just imagine uh not trying to regress but us being the three wise yeah. men, we'd probably been in the scriptures as Larry Moe and Curly. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, and, the, and I would have uh, been called Curly. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's what the prophet Jeremiah said. And this, this is what ends this article. I love the way the, the, this article ends. I don't know if y'all have read that. Okay. Part, a
2: teary world rejoices. A teary
0: world rejoices. Mm-hmm. It says this Christmas finds us not merely in a weary world rejoicing, but a teary one. Wow, The wailing and weeping is fresh in our ears. A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning and great weeping. Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. And that's what we're seeing play out in Israel and that's Gaza right. now. That's right. But then the Lord says, restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears. For your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. They will return from the land of the enemy. So there's hope for, for your descendants, declares the Lord. Your children will return to their own land. Then the writer says this. 2,000 years ago, Jesus came from all. 2,000 years later, hope remains.
2: Hope remains. And it's happening right before our very eyes.
0: Can I just say? This is this, wild. What would make this the greatest Christmas ever to meet the Lord in the middle of the air? What if that could be? Tomorrow. Just think of that. Just hey, watch this.
1: Listen to this. Don't tempt me with a good time. Hey, for, oh, for oh, all oh, of oh, the oh,
0: pre-millennial, oh, oh, pre-tribulation rapture believers, yes. he could come tomorrow. It for can. the rest of you, y'all just hang y'all out. Y'all have fun? We'll be back later. Y'all have fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you might want to come well. to my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's very oh, good, Jason. Well, Jay,
2: yeah. you want to take us out of here, Somebody buddy? pray for us. Go for it, Mr. Rowland. Lord,
0: thank you for Christmas. Thank you for the heritage of this celebration. Amen. God, I pray that we will find ourselves this Christmas season participating in all of the activities that Christmas brings. Amen. The biblical activities, which is praise, being offered to you. Amen. Help us not to get caught up in nothing else but that, Lord. That's right. Uh, God, I pray that if we've said anything is wrong or if we, please forgive us. Mm -hmm. And thank you that forgiveness is still there regardless of what anyone says. That's right. You established it. That's right. And it's a principle with which I can live my life on knowing that my sins are gone. You took them. You took my sins and you gave me your righteousness. That's right. And I love you for that this Christmas. I want to follow you the rest of my days. And I pray, Lord Jesus, you'll give us the courage to march on as time allows. And Lord, if we can agree with you, we'd even pray, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. We long to see you. We long to be with you. But until that time comes, Lord, that you call us home, May we be faithful to declare the gospel of the grace of God because you came for us all. That's right. And grace reaches everyone. So help us to be busy about that, Liz. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, and for our right, good guys. friend, Merry old, Christmas. Our, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas,
1: and for our good friend, Old at Heart on here. Ho ho uh, ho ho ho, ho Old are, at Heart. Oh, that. Merry Christmas. <laughs> old at Heart, but young in spirit. There Amen. you go. All right, guys. See you.
2: Thank you for joining today's Smith and Rowland show. You can check out our website at KingdomPropheticSociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrollandshow.podbean.com.
0: You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.